Stressed out Americans can take advantage of emotional support Canadians. A sex expert has her hymen reconstructed so she can raffle off her virginity. And a man was busted cooking chickens inside a Yellowstone National Park hot spring. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. I have some weird stories from around the world, per usual. I'm recording inside a closet, per usual. Emotional support Canadians are available for Americans that are stressed during this U.S. election limbo. While the election is taking place in the U.S., north of the border, it's pretty fair to say that most Canadians are tuned in, watching how we're voting, awaiting the results. And I know you guys give a damn about us, and you can sense our stress. So we have emotional support Canadians. This is a new thing, and I'm, I couldn't be more pleased because I just love Canadians. It's nothing more pleasing than just, I would imagine, hanging out on a porch with a Canadian or two drinking some Molson, and just shooting the shit, as we call it down here. I don't know. Do you Canadians use that phrase, shooting the shit? I'm sure you have your own phrase. This article says it's been a long week for Americans. In a way, it feels like the sun hasn't risen in about four years. And with the forecast hanging in the balance of a too-close-to-call U.S. presidential election, the strain is threatening to break some American citizens. But fear not, O oh political politically exhausted neighbors to the south we canadians in the north are here for you emotional support canadians are standing by eh yes on social media a growing number of self-proclaimed emotional support canadians are just reaching out offering to help americans that are stressed by the u.s election as the polls get tighter and tighter the term emotional support canadians was trending on tuesday evening as election results started to heat up and the canadians decided hey Good time to offer some help. The offer appears to have first been extended by a Twitter user named Canadian Fletchy, who said, if voters have not yet received your emotional support Canadian, one will be assigned to you shortly. <laughs> oh, this guy Fletchy goes on to say that Americans hoping to become Canadian immigrants should stuff their pockets with Canadian tire money to trick border officials into thinking that they're Canadian. Hey, that's good advice. Any of you Canadians have any advice on how to sneak over the border and become a citizen? I'm just I'm just asking for a friend, that's all. <laughs> and uh, also, will you accept somebody who uh, knows nothing about hockey? I'm just asking for a friend. The response on social media has been hilarious, of course, because, well, when you have Canadians involved, inevitably it's going to be funny. One Canadian wrote, Dear American friends, if you need an emotional support Canadian, I'm available. I've had a couple edibles. And I'm sipping some rye. Expect me to listen more than advise, but just know I'm here for you. Another Canadian wrote, no matter what happens in the election, I'll be your emotional support Canadian and send you a care package of ketchup chips and coffee crisp chocolate bars. I don't know what ketchup crisp, uh, chips are, but that sounds amazing. Do, you, do we not have those in the States, ketchup chips? This sounds outstanding. Why don't we have ketchup chips? I don't understand that at all. This is the first I'm hearing. What other just tantalizing delights do you have up there over the border? Mm, you're really enticing me to move, guys. It's not just your health care. It's those ketchup chips. Another tweet from a hilarious Canadian says, Your emotional support Canadian is reading other tweets, but your tweet is important to them. We are receiving a higher volume of tweets than normal. Please stay online and your tweet will be read in priority sequence. 
Of course, many Americans on Twitter seem to welcome the suggestion of receiving an emotional support Canadian because of the stress level. Uh, I myself, I'm not that stressed about the election. I just want an emotional support Canadian because I just think like there's no better people to have a beer with than Canadians. That's just my assumption. I don't know. I haven't had a beer with all walks of life. I mean, it's on my bucket list to have beers with everybody in the world, but I'm not quite there yet. I need some travel ducats, and then we can make that happen. But man, drinking beers with Canadians? Yeah. What, what is this rye? I want some of that, too. Yeah, I'm going to probably need that. Well, listen, to my Canadian listeners, please call the show, 646-450-2012, and let me know what exactly you would offer Jonesy for emotional support at this stressful time in life. You can also email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. A sex expert has her hymen reconstructed so she can raffle off her virginity. A Brazilian sex expert claims that she had her hymen reconstructed or put back together or put back on or, I don't know, reattached. How does it work? I know nothing about hymen reconstruction. She did all this so she could auction off her virginity. Her name is Anna Otani. She's 26 years old. Quite beautiful. She runs an adult content subscription service. I don't know what that means. Is that, does that mean porn? Is that what we're calling it now? Adult content subscription service. <laughs> okay. She also has a YouTube channel where she gives tips on sex. Yeah. I don't think you should be taking sex advice from someone who has her hymen reconstructed so she can auction it off. This woman's twisted, in my opinion, and I wouldn't go to her for any advice at all. I mean, if you listen to her, this is how boyfriend's penises get removed. It's people like this. Like, my boyfriend's cheating on me. What should I do? Why don't you have his member surgically removed? That'll solve the problem. Thanks, sex expert. This lady's friend, Diego Aguiar, age 34, made the controversial announcement to his million Instagram followers over the weekend. I don't know why her friend is making the announcement that she's auctioning, auctioning off her hymen. Uh, I guess that's what friends are for, you know. You want a good friend. You got friends that like, you know, pick you up at the airport kind of friends. Then you got friends who help you move kind of friends. And then you got friends who will use their million follower Instagram account to let everybody know that you're auctioning off your hymen, your virginity. It's a good guy, this Diego. He put it in a video and he says everyone wants the opportunity to have a Japanese virgin in their life. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Well, she just sits behind him in a bikini, apparently. He says, Jappa, my friend, had an operation to reconstruct her hymen. I guess he calls her Jappa. That's a strange thing. It's a strange name for your friend because she's Japanese. This just seems like a, a, a terrible Japanese slur of some sort. Why would you call her Jappa? Is this a good friend? I don't know. I'm still stewing this over in my mind. Uh He says Jappa has had an operation to reconstruct her hymen. In other words, she's a virgin again. Is she, though? Is she a virgin again? I don't know. Sounds like something we could debate. He goes on to say in the video, she is the only experienced virgin in the world. I doubt that. Did you know there's virgins that, uh, you know, don't let you enter their vagina, but they they let you go into the the other the other side? That's I've, I've heard of these people. I've heard of them. So those are pretty experienced virgins as far as I'm concerned. There's a bunch of virgins out there who don't let you have sex with them, but they'll do a lot of other stuff. Those are pretty experienced virgins as well, Diego. So I doubt your friend's more experienced than all the virgins out there. But let's hear some more of your evidence. 
He says, she's the only experienced virgin in the world and we will shortly be raffling her virginity. It will be the first ever virginity raffle. <laughs> I don't know about that either. Because um, there's places called Oklahoma. And uh, <laughs> I can imagine in some of these places you might encounter virginity raffles. He says, it'll be the first ever virginity raffle and you can apply with a very, very small amount because I want everyone to have the opportunity to have a Japanese virgin in their life. This is so awful, this whole plan. These people are terrible. Why do we hold this up? You know, why do we give these people, I mean, I'm, I'm covering the story. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't because this sort of behavior shouldn't be put on a pedestal or like put out there. It's just awful. It's awful. And, you know, the youth hear about this and you know some people might look up to this girl she's some sort of influencer online this is a terrible idea nobody should be doing this and you know what i'm just going to tell it like it is then i'm going to put it out there with my story but i'm going to tell you this is ridiculously stupid behavior and no one should do this and if you're a, a young person listening to this this is not okay this is not cool the negative reaction i guess she had online prompted her to speak on social media she wrote I'm the virginity girl, and I want to do this raffle. It's my body, my rules. I want to have sex with an unknown man. See, this is ridiculous. You want to have sex with an unknown man. <laughs> this is like prostitution, really, is what it is, right? And and this person's glorifying it, which is just stupid. Uh, I mean, I bought a raffle ticket, of course, but, you know, I still don't... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But look, I had to. It was only five... Japanese yen. I don't even know how many dollars that was, but it wasn't much. It was actually under a dollar when you when I did the um, the translation. Translation is that what you call the, the money? <laughs> I'm so stupid. Here's a, another quote from her on her social media as she defended herself. She says, "Prostitution has existed for thousands of years. I didn't invent it, and I won't be the last to do it." Uh, then she wrote, I'm crying. I can't stop crying because there's a lot of mean comments about me today, but it's better to cry in a steeple than in a shack, right? I, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. It's better to cry in a steeple than in a shack. Does that mean you went to church? I don't I doubt you went to church. I don't think she goes to church, guys. And uh, I hope she does something productive with the money, like build an orphanage. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but, yeah. What do you guys think of this, by the way? Do you think I was too harsh for a second? Do you think I'll win the raffle? What do you think? <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't buy a ticket. Stop it. All right? You think I'd buy a ticket to that? You're out of your mind. Uh, it says here she denies the accusations of, of p- accusations of pimping. I, I don't even know where to go with this story. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Do you agree with this? Is this... I mean, I think we have to know what she does with the money to really make a final value judgment. My guess is she's just going to buy lip gloss with the shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't think this kind of person is going to do anything productive with the money. She's just going to go buy a new camera to shoot terrible videos of herself. An Idaho man was busted cooking chickens inside a Yellowstone hot spring. This is pretty weird, even by 2020 standards. A group of people, including a man from Idaho Falls, was recently busted in Yellowstone National Park. What were they doing? They were cooking a chicken in one of the park's geothermal hot springs, a.k.a. au naturel, as nature intended it. I'm sure ancient man was cooking at these hot springs way back in the day. They... They, I don't know what they, they killed. What were they hunting back then? Sasquatch? And then they dragged it over to the, to the hot spring, their saber-toothed tiger, and they cooked it in the hot spring. You know, this is a, <laughs> save on gas, you know? 
<laughs> so how did all this go down? Well, apparently Yellowstone National Park authorities were given reports of a group carrying cooking gear towards a hot spring. Uh, that's nothing out of the ordinary. People camp. They have cooking gear when they go camping. But when the rangers arrived and they found the group had two chickens cooking in the hot waters of a spring, <laughs> the, the, the Idaho man was given a citation for, well, for one, walking in the thermal area. Oh, you're not even supposed to walk in the thermal area. I don't know. I've never been to Yellowstone. I've always wanted to. I've seen the photos. Um, and I think you can actually take a virtual tour of all of the national parks online. This is something they created uh, you know, during covid because they realized that a lot of people didn't feel comfortable traveling to their national parks. So you could actually Google Yellowstone National Park virtual tour, and you can see video and photos, like 360 views of just the most stunning scenery in pretty much all of the continental United States. This park is just absolutely beautiful. Uh, and I guess you're not allowed to walk around the thermal area. There's a lot of these areas. It's a, it's a place that at one time had a lot of volcanic activity. And there's still springs there, geysers and whatnot. And they're dangerous, super, super hot. So you're not allowed to even walk around the area. The guy was given a citation for walking in the area and a $600 fine. He's banned from Yellowstone for the next two years. That's pretty lenient for cooking chickens in a thermal area. <laughs> it doesn't say what he got. I guess they don't have a fine for cooking the chickens. He was just fine for being in the area he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I don't think the... Rangers ever could foresee that anyone would attempt to to boil some boil like their meal in one of these springs. <laughs> the article says, uh, "I can't imagine that chicken boiled in sulfur heated water can be very delicious." And while Yellowstone may be doing many things to improve the park for visitors, cooking stations at the geysers really isn't part of the plans, not yet, anyways. Well, I think they're making a lot of assumptions. I mean, how many of us have even tried chicken that was boiled in sulfur-heated water? You know, I mean, it could be really good. It could add another extra quality to the chicken that you've never had before. I don't think we should knock it till we try it is what I'm saying. And why not just like hang like a, you know, a rotisserie thing over one of these geysers as well and you know, make some rotisserie pork or something. I mean, I, all I'm saying is, why not take advantage of the natural springs and sulfur-heated water holes to just cook our cook our meals the way ancient man did? I don't. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. You know, fire isn't everything. All right, what did we do before fire? We boiled our chicken in a goddamn volcano. You know it. Guys, I'm reattaching my foreskin and I'm auctioning off my circumcision. Any takers? <laughs> We're going to start the bidding at five grand. Uh, hey, guys, I jest, of course. I want to thank you for making it all the way to the end of this crazy episode of Weird AF News. I want to give some love to Chris Luck, who was one of my patrons, and Chris wrote me a, a great message on Patreon. He wrote, hey, Jonesy, just wanted to let you know I'm trying to get you more listeners in Australia. Thank you, buddy. I could use some listeners in Australia. They seem like amazing people. Um, Chris wrote, on my 50th birthday, the 13th of October. Oh, happy birthday to Chris Luck, belated. Belated. It's, I'm almost a month after your birthday. I apologize. But please accept my birthday wish, Chris Luck. Happy birthday to you. It's extra special because you're a patron. Uh, Chris writes, on, on my birthday, I played the episode about shit in the subway in New York 
and the brain wrapped in foil, and even the people on the other tables at the restaurant were laughing. Thanks for the laughs each morning. Uh, also, tell Angry Florida Man that no one in Australia drinks Foster's Lager anymore. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a bottle shop, also known as a liquor store, for years. Are, are these phone calls real, Jonesy, or characters you have made up? Thanks again for the laughs. Lucky. Chris Luck. Uh, oh, he goes by Lucky. Thank you, Lucky. Lucky, I have to tell you, the phone calls are absolutely real. These aren't characters that I made up. And the Angry Florida Man is one of my favorite callers. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I know he, said, he talked some shit about Australia. So, uh, But listen, we, you know, we need to embrace our Australians. You guys are like, you guys seem amazing down there. I know, you know I've never been, but I'd love to get down there. I'd love to drink a beer, few beers with some Australians as well. Do you drink beers on your porch? What do you do? <laughs> Is that a that's a shitty Australian accent? I like to try my Australian accent though. I really do. Hey, what better way to perfect my Australian accent than to go down there? So let's get a Kickstarter going. I don't even think I'm allowed to travel there. Is anybody accepting an American at this point? Um, <laughs> probably not. Anyways, I've digressed from the amazing message, and I just want to uh, thank you, Lucky, for for sending me that. That's amazing. I appreciate that. You guys can join the Patreon. As well, like Chris Luck did, a.k.a. Lucky, from Australia. Uh, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews, or you can go to weirdafnews.com and join from there. Pretty cool, right? What else? Oh, yeah, follow me on Instagram, at funnyjones. I left the phone number. The email's funnyjones at gmail.com if you'd like to send me an article or you'd like to respond to another article. If you're an emotional support Canadian, pre- please reach out to me, A. Um, I don't know, send me a, send me a personal video of you giving me a greeting. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Like, I want to hear from my Canadians. They're like, they're amazing. And uh, we should get some emotional support Australians as well. I think you guys could really do it for us. I think you guys have a healthy attitude towards life. You seem like happy people in general is what I'm saying. You like to party for sure. Definitely like to party. Um, so yeah, reach out to me. I love you so much. And tomorrow's Friday, so you know what that is. That's the best day of the week. We're gonna have we're gonna have Florida Friday, of course, as we always do. And I would love it if you could send me some articles of some Florida articles if you come across them. All right, thank you. Hello, it's Amy from Kentucky. Uh, obviously, not from Kentucky, um, but I just wanted to say that your show has really gotten me through probably the roughest year I've ever experienced. Um, I moved here from England because I wasn't too happy with what was going on, and uh, I think I made a huge mistake um, this this election last night. I I mean, my skin is just terrible. I used to look very expensive, and now I look like the bottom of a, a pizza. And, uh, you know, I just, I've had like seven heart attacks, and... I would go to the hospital, but everyone in our county has been affected with coronavirus. Uh, luckily, my husband is a paramedic, um, and he hasn't been infected because he's a robot. So, you know, Elon Musk is right. The future is AI. I'd have to agree. Anyway, thank you for keeping me company every morning. I literally wait to get out of bed until I hear your show come on. And uh, and then I go and get a cup of coffee, and I get back into bed, and I listen to what you have to say, and, uh, well, and 
then I go about staying inside my home. I hope you're doing well. Happy day two of a million of the election and um, go USA, I guess. Goodbye. Oliver, I can't hang up my phone. I broke it. Oliver, mummy is unemployed, so no more cell phones. We're going to have to use a landline. Oh, oh no. Jonesy, this is Maddie in Arcata up north. I wanted to call you and tell you that I think you have uh, the pronunciation of unibrow right. I think it is unibrow. And I think you're right on unicycle. And I think uh, we should start saying it more often. I think we should start using it for unicorn. And of course, my favorite, unitard. That's uh, what Borak was wearing in his first movie when he was on the beach, the unitard. You can see its package. It was crazy. Anyway, I like your pronunciation. I think you're right. And uh sounds good to me, man. All right, got to get going. You have a good day. Keep up the good work. Talk to you later, you uni crazy guy. Bye. Well, hello, Mr. Jones. This is Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. You may remember me from about 35 years ago. I gained a bit of notoriety back then when a local punk by the name of Ferris Bueller uh, stirred up a bit of controversy back then when he uh, took a day off from school and caused all kinds of controversy by claiming to be sick and uh, near death. Yeah, he raised all sorts of money to quote-unquote save his life by claiming to be on the edge of death and uh he was in some sort of local parade and had billboards around town and all sorts of people donating money to save Ferris, save Ferris. Well, that punk, he stuck, stole my reservation at Shaquise and, and uh, had people believing that he was me, Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. I showed up for my reservation that day and it had already been taken at at the restaurant. Anyway, there's a news story about Vladimir Marugov, and uh, he sort of ended up, you might say, dead. <laughs> well, anyway, the Russian mob is trying to move in on the business here in Chicago, and Abe Froman is the sausage king of Chicago, and I ain't gonna let no Ruskies move in on my business. I've been running the processed meat business here in the big windy city for the last 45 years. And I ain't going to let no commies come in and try to take over the business. So you might say that I went medieval on his ass. Now, I ain't saying that I did nothing to him, but, you know, things happen. So anyway, uh, you've seen the results. And, uh, you know, easy come, easy go. 
live by the sword, die by the the crossbow, so to speak. Anyway, that's the end of that story, and that's all I've got to say. Anyway, bye from and meats. They're the best meats you ever eat. <laughs>